Hey there, voice teacher. It is Nikki from Full Voice Music. Today's podcast, podcast number 56, I am talking to the wonderful team at My Music Staff. Now, many of you already know that My Music Staff is a fantastic online business platform designed for the private music teacher. Well, I got to sit down and chat with Dan and Dasha, and I got to ask them how the company got their start. Spoiler alert, Dan's wife is a voice teacher. I also got to ask them about their upcoming new features that they are working on. This is a fun interview with some great business takeaways for the savvy private music teacher. That's you. Right here on the Full Voice Podcast. Welcome to the Full Voice Podcast, teaching strategies and resources for voice teachers working with young singers. Now here's your host, Nikki Loney. Um, so I am here at the My Music Staff office with uh, Dan and Dasha. Thank you so much for um, entertaining me today. So secretly, I have to tell you guys, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to come here. <laughs> I figured it was the coolest place ever. So I got to meet your staff. I got to meet your marketing team. Thank you so much. Um, and I guess I should say happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, our fifth birthday just passed. So how did, can I ask how you celebrated your fifth birthday? Well, we um, we did we did our uh, our annual contest right yeah. online. So every year, um, every year around our birthday time, we, we put something online. Um, usually, Dash and her team they cook up whatever the the contest idea is going to be. So this year, um, early in the year, we had sent out some swag packs to some of our customers. Just to say, you know, thank you for <laughs> yeah. thank you for being a, a, a supportive member. And I've seen were, those swag packs; they're pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. Were, and so so they were really well received <laughs> yeah, online. Very so popular. yeah, <laughs> so we still have a few left. So um, for oh. this year's contest, we. Um, you had to leave us a review online, and then uh, we're going to enter you into a draw to win one of five because it's our fifth birthday. Nice. So we'll be sending out five swag packs. This week. This week. We're sending them out this Beautiful. week. Yeah. Beautiful. So I have so many questions for you. <laughs> but the first one and the most pressing one, because uh, people don't know this, Dan. Um, so Dan's wife, <laughs> Charlene, mm-hmm. is uh, an amazing singer, voice teacher, researcher, mm-hmm. And rumor has it, and this is one of the reasons why I'm here, is that she may have been the inspiration behind the whole My Music Staff thing. She was. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I knew it. Interview over. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, uh, so do you have a picture of her here? Like, do you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. In the shrine room. I didn't, I didn't show you. So when she came to you, what did she ask you? She's like, I need some, I need something. So we, I had had a software company um, that I had started sort of on the side in way back in 2004, actually, when I was still in university. Mm -hmm. And um, up until, you know, that point, just a little over five years ago, we had been building software for um, search engine optimization. That was kind of the market we were in. It was desktop software. Um, And that... That had gone okay, but it was always a small business. I'd always, you know, it was something I did on the side for a long time, just for a lot of years. And then um, I had quit and I, uh, my day job and I was doing it full time. But um, I grew that business to a certain size and it just sort of stopped growing. Mm-hmm. And I took a sort of a long, hard look at it. And um, I was like, you know what, we can, if I put, you know, twice as many features into these products, uh, will I sell twice as much? And I was like, no, I need to do something mm. different, and so I started looking for a you know different direction to take that business in. Just 
something totally different. So um, as part of that exploration, you know, you look to the people around you, right? And I knew yeah. my wife because she, <clears throat> she was teaching privately. She was really struggling with her with her invoicing mm-hmm. um, and scheduling and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. And every um, this was before we had kids when we still had free time. <laughs> we, she there would be like a weekend a month that was carved out for like sorting out yes. you know who came yes. who administrative paid, who yes. needs makeup lessons all that sort of stuff. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I told her I'm like well there's you know there's products out there why don't you go use one of these and she's like no they're too hard to use. I tried like you should you guys should make one and I was like well, no like. And did you dismiss her at first? Because that's what my husband does. I did. To yeah, me. I did. I, I did. And because she had been telling me this for years. She was like, right? you need to do this for years. And Why then, don't you guys just listen to us? Well, so we had made a different... Dash is, yeah. Dash is <laughs> nodding her head right now. We had made a, a different product um, that was um, based on her suggestion. It's called Pitch Switch. And um, this is like going back a few years, but... I was like, this is never going to sell. Like, why am I making this? And, but I'm like, you know what? I'll do it. Because I, I was able to put Pitch Switch together in about a weekend or a little bit more than that. But um, it didn't take too long. Okay, so, so tell us what, you, what Pitch Switch is. It was just a, it's just a little player tool for, like, it's an MP3 player um, for Windows or for Mac. And you can change the, the pitch of a song. So you can change the key that it's in. Oh. Or you can slow it down or speed it up without changing the the, uh, the key. The key. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So which is great for singers, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, something's too too high or too... It's out of the range of a student. It's she, always she out can of adjust the range it, right? of yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's not a studio quality tool. It's just... Uh, it's like practice quality. That's mm-hmm. what we say. Um, but I didn't think anybody was going to buy this tool. I'm like, why, why are you doing this? And then I remember when we put it online. So I put together the website and we put it online. And like it sold like two or three copies on the first day. And I was like, this is a good sign. So <laughs> You should listen to your wife yeah. more often. Well, that was the that was the takeaway message. Like, listen to your wife, dummy. So um, so that tool was really successful. So I was like, no, maybe she's right. Maybe maybe I should listen to her. So we, um, me and uh, Ranveer, one of my colleagues here, we so we set out building the, the prototype version of my music staff. And um, we, we hustled it together because we wanted to get it ready for September, mm-hmm. um, September 1st, mm-hmm. because we knew it was like the start of the school year. And so we worked like crazy. And it was, again, before I had kids, it was like 100-hour weeks wow. um, trying to get this thing ready to go for September 1st. And then we had something online. It was very basic compared to what it is now but it had sort of all the core functionality was there and it was ready to roll september 1st and uh we you know we put it out there and in like you know two or three days we had a couple trial sign outs and people were interested but then people um it was a little discouraging at first actually because i remember the first person who signed up for a membership started paying and then like they canceled like a month later (laughs) it's like oh no what have we done (laughs) and um and even i remember i was showing it to to a relative, that very first prototype was like, check out what we made. He asked me, he's like, you know, how do you feel about this? Are you happy with how it turned out? And I was looking at that app and I was like, or the, you know, the website. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, no, I'm not really happy with this. And then, so we spent the month of September kind of rebuilding the, the UI and how it worked to make it more user-friendly and easier to use. And so that was sort of finished the, um, somewhere around October and then I felt much better I remember being like yeah this is a lot better like we've done a much better job mm-hmm. like the homepage, for example when you first log in and you get your dashboard where it shows you all the things that are happening mm-hmm. in the original version it was a couple of different components and so the you know the teacher had to look and be like oh does this student has have they borrowed items and what rep are they working on and this and that and I'm like why am I making the teacher look in four different places to figure out 
what they need to know about one student who's mm, coming. Yes. And so that's where that's how that like that daily agenda was sort of born where that we're like, here's the student, here's the time, the location. They've got books that are due back. Here's the rep that, that they're yeah. working on. Yeah, lesson notes, all that stuff is now together in one spot. And then you can just sort of, your day flows down the page. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when, so so that was sort of in, you know, version 1.1. That's when that came out. And then slowly, very slowly over that first year, um, we sort of got more and more interest. And, and people were giving us feedback. Because, again, it was what we did in that first um for that first release has come up with, um, you know, what's called a minimum viable product. Like, what are the basics that we need mm-hmm, here? Mm-hmm. And our my wife, Charlene, she was like user one, one right? right? And so <laughs> we I built it around like sort of what her needs were. And I sort of knew what she was struggling. And I had run a small business myself for many years. So I, I knew sort of, you know, from an accounting perspective, what are the basics that everybody mm-hmm. kind of needs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so we got a lot of user feedback in that first year, and we incorporated that feedback into yeah. uh, into like kind of a quick release cycle. Like we were, you know, putting in features as sort of as fast as they were coming in. Um, and then it was at about I want to say like that twelve month mark mm-hmm. that we so things started to take off for us because now we had finally had enough features that people were like yeah I can use this every single day and it it was starting to deliver that value that people were looking for. I love it. Well, yeah. it was your wife. It was Charlene who because she's part of my registered music teachers mm-hmm. association, so she had sent me the information and. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I have to say, I'm going to say on my podcast, because of my music staff, there is far more money in my bank account. (laughs) Because (laughs) it's true, that accounting and who paid and who didn't and who missed a lesson thing, I, 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 that was, and it was, it was the same thing for me. It was like, the weekend of where's my money that's what I called it where's my money weekend and it was so frustrating so but she told me about it and I immediately was like oh my gosh my husband is also a private music teacher so he he listened Mm -hmm. to his wife that weekend (laughs) Um, but no thank you so that is so exciting how you how you got started and and it was just you right in the beginning you and it was it was me um, it was me and there was uh, one other developer at at first, and I think we had somebody helping us with the marketing. Yeah, because um, that's who did the first logo. We had a, a oh, right. come up with that logo. I remember right. trying to come up with like ideas and everything, and then I remember when he turned around from his because because we had hashed out a whole. And I'm not a graphic designer, right. and, and I have no. Um, you you've know, got a. You've yeah, got Dash an is office. shaking her head now. Yeah, no. she's like, <laughs> you've got an office yeah. of graphic designers yeah, yeah, exactly. now. So I'm not allowed to touch the the, <laughs> the way things look. Nope. But. Um, we had come up with some ideas and we were like brainstorming like logo ideas and stuff like that. And I remember he was, I could see his computer um, from my, like his back was to me. And then he's like, I think I got it. And he turned around from his desk and I was like, yeah, you got it. There it is. That's the logo. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, yeah. Well, that was one of the things that I think was most impressive to some of my immediate colleagues was how quickly you were adapting taking uh, uh, feedback mm-hmm. and then adapting it yeah. and, and making those those options applicable applicable there we go mm-hmm. um, it was Chris Foley who yeah. who I because yeah, I had yeah, said yeah, to yeah. Chris I said you gotta check have you checked out my yeah. music stuff and you've met Chris Chris yeah. is a great blogger mm-hmm. pedagogue all that stuff um, but he's very he has a systems mm-hmm. he's very about systems and organizations so he is very yeah, very systematic and very organized right yeah. so he had some really he was like oh I would like my music staff if they had this this and this and then he was like they applied this this and this and he was so happy so I think you have a fan there so yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll say hi to Chris Foley so. um, but uh, now 
fast forward so the first year was just really getting that core product yeah yeah and we didn't i mean we didn't have a lot of users in that first year so doing incorporating feedback so so the direct result of not having a lot of users at the time was that we didn't we weren't getting that much feedback but we could incorporate the feedback Mm -hmm. that we were getting Mm -hmm. because um there wasn't there were the feedback we were getting, we, we had the capacity to act on. Yes, <laughs> and, of course. And we didn't have to think that far. Like we didn't have, um, we didn't have to consider, you know, thousands of people. We had to consider, you know, dozens of people. And right? now yeah. you have like, yeah. thousands it's, of people worldwide. Yeah, yes. And we get a lot more feedback because, which is great. And we're still incorporating it into the site. But I think for some people who have been with us from the very beginning, sometimes they find it frustrating. They're like, well, I sent my suggestion, you know, two, two months ago. <laughs> they haven't done ago, anything they haven't about done it. Anything. It's like, no, no, it's in the pile. It's just, we have to be more organized and more systematic and more careful about the way we change mm-hmm. things nice and yeah. so what we do now is we tend to so we collect all that feedback um we it, it goes on a giant list and then things are like ranked and sorted and um like features are collected together and mm. then what we do is we focus on a set of features that are related nice. um, and then things some other like bigger changes just take more time so mm-hmm. one of the things that we did in that first year was we could just you know we'd update the site as soon as something was ready to go right so sometimes we'd update it like two or three times a week mm. um, and then we switched to a model where we were updating every Monday so we we group all the changes together and then every Monday we'd be like okay go mm-hmm. we did that for a long time but lately now we've been trying to focus on even um, some uh, some more complicated features that can't be done in a week. It, you know, it might take a right. couple of weeks. Right. Or, um, so we still we still try to do that weekly update where there's smaller things, but then the but the bigger changes come out. Um, you know, not not necessarily every week, like every couple of weeks or maybe mm-hmm. every couple of months, depending on how complicated that feature is mm-hmm. and and what other things come up in the meantime. Well, I love how responsive and you guys are mm-hmm. with your with your clients, with your customer base. You have uh, a My Music Staff Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, is it difficult to manage? <laughs> I because uh, I'm on that forum and sometimes yeah. like there's some really intense demands <laughs> that's how it, I'm gonna put it like it, it can be I mean one of the so one of the things that we're able to do now because we have more people working here is we can we can manage more channels right but sometimes sometimes people ask like very specific questions in uh, the Facebook group mm-hmm. where it's like okay well we have to dig into your account details and talk about families by name with you oh, or whatever and you so can't we, do that online. no so we yeah. like to bring those offline so sometimes okay. we'll say you know you got to email us right if it's a, if it's something more generic then then we try to answer it right in the Facebook okay group. so that's something for the listeners to know so, yeah, yeah so personal details are not going to be yeah, handled on the Facebook page right, that's a good right. that's a good thing in the in the Facebook a lot of users um, help one another in the Facebook group, and that's the whole idea—is yeah. like for it to be more of a community. So we we jump in there, but we think it's great too when when people help one another out, mm-hmm. or, um, especially when people are looking for ideas on like best practices. Like, oh, how do you you know yeah. how are you handling this, or how do you do you guys? You know, I want to change my policy in this way, and you know, what did parents say or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we think that's really great when when our members help one another. So yeah. for somebody who's listening who might not be familiar with my music staff, okay. uh, what what are the what are the top features? So sort of the the number one used features is those is the core feature which is that calendar based billing Mm -hmm. so if you've if you've never used my music staff basically what you do is you enter in your students you say how you want to charge them either based on the number of lessons that they take or the same amount each month Um, and then you go to the calendar you schedule all the lessons on the calendar and then we'll combine your schedule with how you want to bill to keep track of how much each family owes you so every family in my music staff will have a running account balance. You can see which families are paid up and which ones are overdue, and you can generate your invoices from there and all of that. And so that's 
that's where the real time savings comes from mm-hmm. because you just set up your, your schedule and basically follow the schedule and mark attendance and then the invoicing kind of falls at the end of that. Um, and then as long as you're recording payments whenever you receive um, a payment or if you're doing online payments, um, it records automatically, mm-hmm. um, you, you'll know exactly how much everybody owes you and that, that transparency that's available to your families is, is huge because mm-hmm. you, part of running a good successful business is clear communication with your customers. Absolutely. And so if a family, there's a student portal that families can log in, they can see how much they've owed, what they've paid, mm-hmm. why they're paying what they're paying, and then it just cuts down on the amount of questions and um, and uh, basically smooths out any friction there. Because I know from experience, uh, money is one of the things that teachers don't really like to talk about with families, nope, right? not at all. Right? And so this way it's nice and clear and, you know, and if there is a problem, then you've got something to, to go by. You can say, mm-hmm. you know, you did cancel that lesson or you were absent or you know, I didn't get enough notice or yeah, you, oh, you're right, you did take six lessons or, or three lessons instead mm-hmm. of five or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so everybody sees what's happening and then it just, those problems just go away because there's yeah. no more confusion, right? So that's the, that core feature, that the, the calendar-based billing, that's the sort of the number one used thing right right um, so some people there are some people who just strictly use it for calendaring and they don't use it for billing um, there are people who use it for billing and not for calendaring but really you get the most out of it if you combine those two pieces together nice yeah. the, the game changer for me uh, was the ability to um, allow my students to book their appointments Um, for my adult students that come in like my avocational learners come in um, instead of going back and forth texting and Mm -hmm. what time that was so lovely for me because it's it the onus is on them and I don't have to say no that time is not available I mean I do have to keep my calendar up to date but (laughs) (laughs) but uh, no that was a great feature that that logging in what what do you think teachers aren't taking advantage of with your system so I asked actually Todd um what what the what the least used feature is or that the feature that a lot of people miss out on and uh, we think it's actually the website so it turns yeah, out, I, I was surprised yeah. by this, but a lot of music teachers don't have any sort of web, website. I do not get that, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> so every My Music Staff membership, it includes, it includes a website, a free website. Mm-hmm. You can, if you register a domain, you can point your domain at our servers and we can run it for you. Or if you just want to keep it really simple, you can get mm-hmm. a, you know, you can get like nikki.mymusicstaff.com. Well, I do. That's, yeah. oh, that's my website. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's my teaching website. <laughs> and, um, but the main reason for having a website, even if you don't use ours, it's word of mouth is huge in, in the you know, the, the teaching industry. And so mm-hmm. when students recommend you as a teacher to other students or other prospective students, mm-hmm. the first thing they're going to do is hop online and Google you. They're not yes. going to, people don't really yes. cold, cold call somebody. So, no. you know, if I give you my phone number, it's like, are you really going to call me? Or I give you somebody else's People don't like call calling right. and talking nope. on the phone anymore, right? Yeah. Like, like even when somebody calls me, I'm like, oh, yeah. it's one of those <laughs> tasks that I put that I don't want to do, but right. I have to do. I have yeah. to call somebody yeah. back. Yeah. Um, that actually is Chris talking about Chris again. Chris Foley just had a really brilliant blog about that, about how important it is for mm-hmm. music teachers to have their own websites. Absolutely. So included in your product is yeah. a website. Uh, yeah. Is a website. Yeah. But even like I said, even if you're not a My Music Staff member, I mean, make sure you have a website because that's yeah. so important for. Mm-hmm. That's a like a requirement now for running a business. It's non-negotiable. Right. No, yeah. you need to you have need that. Yeah. yeah. And so some of the things I'll just. I throw this out there for anyone who's listening. It's remember to include your location. Mm, you see on yes. a lot of websites, people forget to man- mention what city and state or province they're in, mm-hmm. um, what you teach, mm-hmm. um, and you're writing your website for prospective students. Like, why are you a great teacher? Why should they take lessons with you? Um, and then a uh, way to contact you. So mm. have a contact form mm-hmm. on there or put a phone number, but really put a contact form because if they're on the web, then 
they want to reach you through the web. Yeah. And so have a way to, to get in touch or to you know, register your interest for lessons in some way. Now, wait, I would I know what I want to talk about. Uh, you just recently launched um, online streaming and mm-hmm. uploading video. So yeah. tell everybody about that because that's relatively new. Yeah, yeah. So we always had the ability to... Um, you could upload video, you could upload, you know, PDFs if you had worksheets or whatever, or, you know, any files, really, if you had recordings. Like, I know some teachers, they'll record every single lesson, and then they can upload them into, into mm-hmm. my music staff. You put it in the, um, the online resources section. Um, and so you could always put video there, but in the past, you always had to download it to play it back. So um, oh, some of the feedback that we got from customers was that I, my students really just want to be able to stream this stuff. So mm. one of the things we rolled out recently was the ability to just play streaming video right in your browser. And so... Um, that works across all devices, and it's really cool. It's been really well received. People really, yeah. really dig it. Yeah. So, one of the things of again, like features that we'll be building out is the ability to um, we'll start automatically um, what's called transcoding those videos, so that if you have like a lower speed connection, it'll play a lower quality version of that video. Oh. So okay. right now it just plays back the original, but um, but we're gonna make that work better. So it'll work for, faster. Yeah. Nice. Exactly. It's, or if you're on a slower connection, it'll yeah, it'll stream faster. Nice. Yeah. And we want to include the ability to add YouTube links too. Yeah, that's another yeah, thing that people huge. have really asked for. It's like, hey, I want to put YouTube links in here um, or just links to other websites. Yeah. So that sort of stuff is coming. You'll be able to not only just upload files to those online resources section, mm-hmm. but you'll be able to put links in there or uh, YouTube videos. Oh, people can play I yeah. like it. I yeah. like it. So we're trying to basically make it a richer. Um, you know, multimedia experience for students. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are a global company now. You have mm-hmm. teachers from all over the world. So what are your plans for the global audience? Um, so that's really, it's really something interesting because we're a small business here, but we, mm-hmm. yeah, we have a global audience. And so we're dealing with um, customers in, in all different countries and with all different sort of, you know, accounting requirements. Oh, um, yes. Like, and we try to make Features work everywhere. Like when we roll out a new feature, we want it to be available globally because, mm. you know, as you know, as Canadians here, we know what it's like to see like when Netflix launched in the U.S. and we didn't have enough. Like, <laughs> that that's really disappointing, awful. right? Yes. Yeah. So we try to make things work everywhere when we can. So, uh, like text text messaging was uh, is a great example of that. Mm-hmm. Getting when we first launched the ability to send text message reminders, uh, we made it so that it worked um, all around the world, and that was a real <laughs> struggle. Was finding a provider who could who could wow. facilitate that because they they tended to be very North American centric mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. which is you know fine for up up here like we could have used that here in Canada but then we've got customers in Australia and we've got customers in India we've got customers in the UK and so um, we wanted it to work everywhere so uh, that's wow. it's always a challenge for us but it's a kind of a fun challenge because when it works usually it works it works really well and then and people really love that what what was one of like the most challenging requests or features that you guys had to imply Apply. I'm gonna have to think about that one. Um, well, we can talk about our bulk texting, and because that's a big challenge. Or that's true, actually. Like one of the things that people have really been asking for is the ability to send um, mm. bulk SMS, like to their entire studio. Yes. And one of the one of the challenges for us is that is to maintain that twelve ninety five price point. Right. So. You know, my music staff for a single teacher, my music staff membership costs twelve dollars and ninety five cents a month, and but that's we, we, stayed the same for yeah, the last for five, five years. years. Yeah. Thank you very <laughs> much. But but so we have to work efficiently, right? To, right. To to do that, so um, text texting unfortunately costs. It's not like sending an email where it's free. It actually costs right. money to deliver those text messages. Really? Yeah. I, didn't, so, I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. And so if and, people yeah. are sending out like uh, you know text messages to like three hundred recipients every day or every week or whatever, it's like that. It adds up super fast. Wow. 
Okay. And so, so one of the things that we did to sort of bridge that gap and say, hey, we hear you, and we know this is something you want to do, but we also have this you know, economic constraint mm-hmm. that we have to think mm-hmm. about, is we made it so that through the web interface, if you, if you can text, um, you can open your phone's like text client with many, many recipients in it. Okay. So we, we just sort of linked my music app so you can say, okay, well, I want to send a text to these you know, 35 students, boop, and then it'll open you know, iMessage on your iPhone or, oh, okay. or message on your Android app and pre-fill those 35 recipients and you can send it that way. Oh. Very so it's kind of like a it's kind of a meet you in the middle yeah. kind of the be- the other benefit of that is that if people reply it comes right back to your phone whereas the texting right now when it goes out of my music app is just one way only it's just, it's just oh out. that's right yeah, yeah. yeah. so, if so you if people reply to that we send a and they get an autoresponder back being like hey your teacher didn't get this contact them directly oh okay so, so people know yeah. see that's good to know yeah yeah well it's really helpful when there's things like you know, it's a school closure for like emergent right. weather or something. Yes, like yes. Like, hey, or lessons are canceled. Emergency. Or teacher's sick, right? Like, yeah. everything's canceled today. So now you can, you can send that. You can. One of the things that we did introduce, um, I guess a month or two ago, was that if you mark your attendance now, teacher absent, it will send a reminder email that says, "Hey, the teacher's absent. Like, don't come." Um, oh, or a, and, a, okay. and a reminder text as well. Yeah. Nice. But and that'll go through my music app without your device. But sometimes people need to send something else out um, in an ad hoc way, and so. Mm. That was sort of we th- we thought that was a pretty good compromise, and it was we weren't sure how people were going to receive that, but um, the feedback that we've we've gotten was pretty positive. People yeah, people are pretty happy yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, so here's a question from uh, from one of my colleagues: When will we be able to sync calendars so they can be edited from devices rather than going back to the website? Uh, okay, so great great question. So that actually. Um, People ask that a fair bit, and one of the challenges that we have in the My Music Staff calendar is there's a lot of like what we call metadata associated with a calendar event. Mm-hmm. So it's more than just a calendar event like you would get in your Google Calendar, right? Because we've got billing information that's associated with it. We have to know what's you know what student is attending. If you set their attendance status, that's going to um, affect their billing as well. Right. Um, and then uh, you know a host of other things that are associated with that. And so Google doesn't know any of that information. And so right. editing the calendar events, it's um, it, it's not something that's um, you know really possible to do from like Google Calendar because it, it doesn't have that extra information. Right, exactly. So that's why right now the sync is um, is just one way out of my music staff and into Google Calendar, so at least you can see it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But then, yeah, to make those edits, it has to go through my music staff so that we can update all everything that's sort of connected with right. that. Right, that makes perfect yeah. sense. Um, but one of the things that we did introduce just this week past was the ability to pass uh, free, it's called a free busy status with your calendar event. So if you're syncing your calendar with Google, with uh, your My Music Staff calendar with Google Calendar, uh, we can tell Google when you're free or busy. And if you're syncing that, like some people use um, external services like youcanbookme.com mm-hmm. um, to say when they're available for appointments for right. like ad hoc booking. Mm-hmm. Um, so now... My music staff can basically tell your you can book me calendar when you've got my music staff events, and you can book uh, me will automatically block out those days. You know? Okay, it, or those right. ti- times on those days. And so it was really cool actually when we when we tried it out. We're like, hey, does this work? And then I was like, it doesn't look like it's working. And then we when it synced all of a sudden, it was like, oh, you can book me all the all the times where we had stuff on the my music staff calendar bl- were blocked out of you can book me. I was like, hey, that's really cool. That so, is neat. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Let's see what else. What What else do my people want? <laughs> um, <laughs> just ignore this one. I recently participated in the survey, but I didn't win. How can I get some swag? That's not helpful. <laughs> Jennifer, not helpful. Um, 
We wish we could oh, send swag to everyone. We do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, my friend Patty, who is also on the podcast, uh, she wants to know: uh, Does my music staff have the ability to for people to prepay before registering for a class? Not yet. So um, that's a big thing for for voice teachers, and mm-hmm. we know, and that that feature like internally, it's called book and pay. Yes. Um, and so. One of the things that we have to do sometimes before we launch new features is get build some other features around to support that. Right. And so book and pay is on our prior it's on our priority list. So it's up there. It's, it's coming. Yeah. Oh, it's on yeah. the list. But it's okay. not available yet. But we're getting we're making a few changes so that we'll be able to better um, support that. One of the changes you'll see in the next couple of weeks is we're launching a new um, sign up widget for oh, student sign up. Oh, great. Yeah, and it's a lot more. Um, it has a lot more flexibility. Like we'll be able to extend what it's able to do. Okay. So the, the initial version that's coming out is not going to have book and pay, but mm-hmm. um, it has a much better foundation for us to build on going forward. So it's, okay. it's coming. So this is the coming. kind of thing where, yeah, we have to get some other ducks in a row before we can build that feature. Okay. And I think Catherine has a similar question, which is um, like a prepaid lesson package. Yeah. 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 So, so it's in, it's in lesson there. Lesson packages is also on our list. Yeah. Awesome. So that's because that's big right now. Yeah. A lot of teachers, I offer that with, uh, mm-hmm. with my adult students. Mm-hmm. So, and that just, that helps to eliminate the people that come for one lesson. And right. you're, I'm sure Charlene knows all yeah. about those people. <laughs> um, and then they, they have to buy minimum packages and right. stuff. Okay. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Okay. So, uh, Rebecca would like to know about an app. When are we getting the <laughs> My Music Studio So again, that's one of those things where, um, you know, some, sometimes we have to get some other ducks in a row before we can build it. So building an app, I know, like, it, it sounds like really easy. It's just like, hey, guys, make an app, right? It's like, <laughs> two weeks ago. Come on. Um, so it's something that we know a lot. It's probably our most requested feature. So mm-hmm. it is something that we're, we're working towards. But mm-hmm. we want to be really careful. We don't just want to throw an app out there and then, you know, it's it's buggy or it's not user friendly or or it's just, you know, even the website just wrapped into an app. So we're we're taking our time to sort of do this right. So mm-hmm. it is coming, trust okay. me. And oh, we are we list. are working on it. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's still going to be a while just to get it right. Mm, nice. um, because the last thing that we want to do is um, you know, put something out there that doesn't work well or um, you know, that just it, it doesn't you know, meet people's needs, right? Right. Um, and so, yeah, we're just taking our time to get it right. And then the other thing that's really important is that, you know, the, the system or the platform works, you know, reliably and consistently and bug-free because mm-hmm. we're, we're talking about, like, people's livelihoods here. Yes, right? so, absolutely. So we take that really seriously as well. So, nice. um, yeah, so we're just, we're, we're taking our time, but we're, that's the direction that we're moving. So. Beautiful. All right. I, I, think, I think that will make Rebecca happy. <laughs> uh, what, so you, you've celebrated your... Your fifth birthday. Mm-hmm. What are what are your? I mean, that's that's no small feat in, in business today, for sure. Like like that's that that's really awesome. But you must be kind of planning ahead. Oh, yeah. So, is there anything that's not top secret that you can that your goals or that we can expect from my music staff in the next few years? Well, one of the, like I said earlier, one of the biggest things that we're moving towards is that app. So that's mm-hmm. something that a lot of people have asked for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's one of our, sort of our big company goal right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, continuing to improve the product, you know, week after week, but then also make this this large change to the way we deliver the product. So there'll still be a website. People will still be able to get access it all, um, through the browsers just like they always have. But mm-hmm. we want to also add this, um, the ability to 
to have an app so that you have that native, you know, that, that fast native yeah. experience on your mm-hmm. on your phone or your tablet. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's sort of the, the big thing that we're, we're looking to. We don't have a firm timeline for that, so I'm not sure how long it's going to take, but right. um, that's priority one for us. Mm-hmm. Um, looking ahead, you know, years down the road, I think we... We always want to see, like, we're always wondering, like, how many teachers can we bring into the system? Like, mm-hmm. how, you know, we, I remember when we got to 10, it was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, can we get to 100? And right. then it was like, well, we got to 100. Can we get to 1,000? Right. right. And so we just want to keep, you know, is it is it 10,000? Is it 100,000? I, <laughs> I don't know what that answer is. But right. um, it's always fun every time we cross a milestone. It's like, hey, we did it. And then it's like, how do we get to that next milestone? How do we bring my music staff to more people? I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, you, you're so customer focused. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think that will be difficult. <laughs> I mean, well, there's been some, yeah, challenges. there have been a lot of technical challenges, which is also, like, that's what I love doing because I'm a technical person. But mm-hmm. getting to... Um, you know, when we first started out, it was like, oh, we sent, you know, my music staff sent um, 100 emails today. I was like, wow, that's a lot of emails. And then it was like, it sent 1,000 emails today. And now, like, <laughs> I was looking at it, I was like, oh, in the last 10 minutes, it's uh, 3,600 emails. It's wow. Like, so yeah. little things, like stuff like the reliability of our mail server, which was never a problem in the past, all of a sudden they become huge issues, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. one of the things we've spent um, time doing over the last year is sort of changing all of the plumbing that runs my music staff to make it more reliable and so that we can handle, you know, a sudden influx of more teachers and not have to worry about, you know, running out of disk space. Or if, you know, if a mail server goes down, it's like, okay, well, you know, there's a redundant mail server or um, all that sort of stuff. So Well, in, in the tour of your office, you did show me the big room that, that <laughs> has all the flashing lights. <laughs> but that's like the fourth. No, you're, you've moved the, your your servers yeah, four, four times, four times to, yeah. to accommodate the growth. Yeah, so we started, we started by hosting the site here out of the office. Mm-hmm. And then um, it got to a certain, like, like reliability becomes a problem with things things you don't really think about day to day. It's like, no. oh, is the electricity like what happens when the electricity goes off for six hours? And <laughs> it doesn't happen often, but as but soon happens. as it happens, it's yeah. a humongous problem, right? Mm-hmm. So we had a problem. I remember um, it was the spring, and I didn't know that this was a thing. But apparently, when all the snow melts here and the salt mixes in with it, you end up with salt water, and it gets into the hydro poles, what? and sometimes they they can short out. And so a hydro pole oh. behind our building caught on fire. <gasps> oh my gosh. And that took the power off like overnight. It wow. was like, yeah, so that was a real, so the site, there was some downtime there. And so that was a huge problem. So we, it was like, okay, that's when we started looking for something more reliable than, than this building. Um, and so we found a, a data center that was looking at about half an hour away. Um, that was in our price point. We could afford to move our servers and stuff mm-hmm. in there. And so that's what we did. So we moved it in there. And then that, you know, that got us to the next level. Uh, and then we started to have some reliability issues there and some concerns that, you know, they wouldn't be able to sort of meet our needs in a, in a disaster scenario. Um, and so we moved to an even bigger, more expensive data center a few years after that. Um, and then we stayed there until this past summer when we decided that we didn't really want to run our own servers anymore and we moved everything into the cloud. Mm. Um, and because running our own servers poses its own challenges. It's like, right. oh, we're running out of storage capacity because right. people are really taking advantage of that multimedia feature. Like they're uploading tons of data. Or um, it's like, what happens? I spend a lot of time thinking about like crazy scenarios, but like, you know, what happens when, you know, power to our whole rack of servers goes offline? And right. It's like, well, we had two power feeds coming into that rack, but it's like, I don't know, what if, you know, what if a tornado hits that building, right? And so, <laughs> so now we have redundancy across data centers even. Okay. Um, and so we've got a lot of 
stability and, and yeah, redundancy there. And so that's taken a lot of planning and a lot of effort internally. And people haven't seen a lot of changes to the product in terms of like new features because we've spent a lot of time rebuilding the, sort of the underlying. Yeah. Of course, of, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah one, and it, again, this is why I love talking to you because this is, this is interesting stuff. We don't think about it when we're demanding new yeah, features. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. And, you know, we didn't spend, when we were building the first version of it, like we didn't spend a lot of time thinking about... Um, you know, how, yeah, like how are we going to make the mail system redundant, or what are we going to do when I don't, you know, the database goes offline, or this or that, or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And so, you begin to think about these things in a whole different way when it's, you know, dozens of users, and then hundreds of users, and then thousands of users, and then you know, and people depend on the product. And people, yeah, people oh, really. I, I yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would be very sad if something yeah. happened. Yeah. Now, I noticed that you guys have started um, offering uh, worksheets, like fun yep. little mm-hmm. graphics mm-hmm. and worksheets. And, and so tell me a little bit about that, because that's new. I just noticed it. Yeah, we just started doing that probably earlier this summer. So we're just trying to always find different ways to engage users and not always just you know product focus, but yeah. provide other things for them. You know, we have our Pinterest page with our activity sheets. We have our Instagram account where we try and put, you know, music jokes. and. Mm, I saw those. And, those are fun. Yeah. <laughs> so just, you know, other ways to engage our users. That's not always just about our product and, you know, business stuff. Yeah. Fun ways. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. And that's one of the... I don't know the cool things about like as we get bigger as a company, it's like oh we can we can do these things now. We have mm-hmm. some yeah. you know so we one of our one of our graphic designers actually she used to be a music teacher and so so oh, she nice. does all our activities. Yeah. Oh, she's it's like, oh, so yeah. she's beautiful. Right. So yeah. she knows what she's doing yeah. when she's putting those activities. She's like, well, that is good to know. I'll yeah. say one of the things that really sets us apart as a company from. You know, yes. some of our competitors and stuff like that is that we actually have an office here that we all work in every day. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, all of us come to work um, every day, Monday to Friday, and then we're able to, that helps us like work efficiently as a team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if there is a, a great marketing idea or there's a great, you know, or support, it's like, you know, a lot of people are having trouble with this problem. It's like they, or, or with this, uh, you know, particular feature or whatever. Right. They can just walk down the hall and talk to somebody who's doing development and we can have a meeting about that and we can say, you know, how can we solve this? Do you think, do you think this would work if we change the product in this way? Mm-hmm. You know, we can show it to them. They'll say, yeah, that's not too bad, but, you know, can you move these things around or whatever? And then, you know, we can incorporate that feedback very quickly. Love it. Rather than, you know, if we were a remote team, it'd be like a lot of emails f- flying around and like miscommunications yeah. and then the, the timeline and the life cycle for things takes a lot longer, right? Yeah. So. And a lot of online businesses are like that. It's, yeah. You're yeah, not, yeah. you're not yeah. in the same room. Yeah. and. Right. For my husband and I, it works better if we're not in the same. If you're not, <laughs> sometimes it's good. Well, I mean, that's why we have a couple different rooms. Yeah, <laughs> but it's nice because we get to communicate every single day, like all together. Like yeah. we even lunch together and we talk about like you know things. Like what's going on? Yeah, yeah. and what's and even like what are the trends in yeah. teaching? Right. Mm. So like you said, like packages, right? And it's like packages okay, we know that that's becoming right a yeah, it's becoming a trend, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so we're able to. You know, the people who are monitoring the Facebook group, they're able to pick up on that and, like, mm-hmm. bring it to our attention, to the developer's attention. It's like, okay, we can start thinking about how we can incorporate that yeah. into the product, right? Nice. Um, and that sort of, that that free flow of information, I think, is one of the things that helps us keep our product moving, moving forward um, and have a relatively um, short timeline for releases like we can yeah you know especially if it's a if it's a relatively simple idea and it's like oh it would make a big difference sometimes mm-hmm. you know we'll just drop everything and work on that that idea it's like yeah this could make things a lot easier or this could cut down on the number of phone calls that we get or emails about this specific thing right? nice yeah. anything else that, that you want to let people know about this awesome um 
I think sometimes one of the things that people forget about a company like this or any company really is like forgetting that there's actual people behind it, right? And, and super so. nice people. I've met <laughs> them all and they're so nice. So sometimes we get feedback online that can be a little bit terse, right? And it's like, uh, oh, real people are reading Terse. This. That right. is a nice word for that feedback, yeah. yes. And it's like, you no, know, we hear like everything that everybody recommends mm-hmm. and sometimes we're able to act on that that feedback quickly and sometimes it takes a couple of months. Sometimes right. it might even take years. Right. But it's all been heard and it's all put into the to the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the people, even like people offering, you know, technical support and stuff like that. Like I know these people, I work with them every day. And right. like, they're always trying so hard to help everybody out. Mm-hmm. And when somebody online is like, you know, well, we have brave have that t- fingertips when we're <laughs> yeah, right. sending an email like, just, or a message. Don't forget that there's real people here. And everybody here is working very hard to to help you and to help make teaching easier and to make mm-hmm. the product better and to, to try and accommodate you as best as we can. And what we can't, or if something's not quite the way you want it, it's nothing personal. It's it's well, never anything Because we're trying right? to make thousands of teachers happy, and yeah. we care, and we want to make everyone happy, but it's impossible yeah. to make everyone make happy. Everybody happy. <laughs> we try our best, and our support team does a really good job, yeah. really good. and they're helping people literally all day, walking them through the system and how to best use certain features. And wow. So we really care. We don't just you know brush people off and like... Yeah. here just do it this way like we really try to get people to understand how to use the product and why it's beneficial to use it the way it was built and mm-hmm. so they they do a really good job well thank you thank you this has been a this has been a fun morning i've been looking <laughs> forward to it i sent dan an email and i'm like i'm pretty sure in my mind it's like Pixar and Google all mixed and it's even together. better right? and it's, it's so cool <laughs> so thank you so much for for your time and uh, and uh, I again as a my I, I guess this is a biased podcast because like I said I'm, I've been a my music staff user since the beginning since your wife told me to be a I listened to your wife see so, so she, since she told me to, to, that you were working on it so I have one one further question mm-hmm. like do you ever go home and say, Charlene, thank you so much yeah, for giving yeah. me that idea. Yeah. You are the not enough. I don't say most enough, but awesome singing teacher ever. Oh, by the way, I'm going to tell everybody this. So I was writing notes before we started the uh, the uh, the interview, and Dan looks at me. He goes, "Did you write that in IPA?" Which, and I'm like, <laughs> I, "You are so married to a voice teacher, like." Nobody knows what IPA is except for husbands yeah. with We're teachers of singing. Um, thank you so much for your time, and uh, I'm I'm excited for what products are coming out and features are coming out, and I'm wishing you all the best of success. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, when what kind of swag can we expect uh, for your tenth? For the <laughs> for your tenth, Ooh, like it's know. gotta be out. You should start planning. Oh, we'll, oh yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll start planning right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So a very special thank you to Dan and Dasha and the entire My Music staff team for uh, sharing a little bit of insight of how hard they're working for us private teachers. Also a shout out to Dan's wife, Charlene. Thank you so much, Charlene, for convincing Dan to put this wonderful program together. If you would like to learn more about My Music staff, just visit mymusicstaff.com and you can actually try out their program for free for 30 days. As always, I am wishing you inspired teaching and happy singing. Thank you for listening to the Full Voice Podcast. 
For more information and teacher resources, please visit our website at thefullvoice.com. Made by Canoe Music. Canoe Music.ca